Today's episode of Beyond the Rut is sponsored by Capshow, which is the ultimate AI content marketer for entrepreneurs who podcast, vlog, or live stream like yours truly. Stay tuned throughout this episode to discover more ways you can use Capshow for your content. For now, let's get straight into the episode. If you feel like your life is stuck in a rut, then this is the podcast for you. Welcome to episode 165 of Beyond the Rut, the weekly podcast about inspiring and equipping you to make your own path and live the life you've always dreamed of beyond the rut. I'm one of your hosts, Jerry, and in just a moment, Brandon is going to join us as we continue our conversation around lessons learned from ultralight backpacking. More specifically, we're going to share with you some tips on how to consistently build skill in any area of your life. So if you're looking to get better at work, uh, in fitness, finances, backpacking itself, then you can take these lessons that we learned and apply it to your own life. So sit back and relax unless you're driving. In that case, we need you to stay fully alert and safe out there because we love having you tune in every week as Brandon and I talk about how you can consistently build your skills. So here we go. And it's about time management because you have to manage your time to the next destination Mm -hmm. because otherwise you won't have a place to sleep tonight. Yeah. You know, you won't have food. If If you don't plan out your day and be on time to things, if you're not at certain points along the way, you're not going to be able to set up a little place to eat. Maybe you're just eating food that doesn't require any preparation, but you still have to find a place to sit and eat and then a place to get water. You got to get clean water, all of those things. And sometimes we go through our day in the, in the real world, I guess you could say, and think, well, if, if nothing else, I'll just stop at McDonald's or I'll just stop and uh, grab a, a, some chips or whatever it is. And it's like, if you think in terms of being on the trail and, and being prepared, yeah. that's another way you can lose weight and save money and do all of that stuff because you're prepared before you go out. Yes, You yes. can't get on the trail and go, oh, I need food. What do I do? Yeah. Chase down a deer with a knife or, you know, <laughs> forage for berries? No, you pull gotta, up my phone and call Grubhub. You yeah, know, like, exactly. <laughs> sitting here waiting for them to deliver. You know, Bite squad like, isn't going to make it out there in time. Exactly. <laughs> so you got to plan all of that stuff. But that's what we do with our lives. We, yeah. we think, well, I don't, I don't need a plan because if something happens, I'll just pull out some cash or I'll just use a credit card or I'll, I'll borrow money or I'll do without or whatever. It's mm-hmm. like pre-plan and things work out so much smoother. Yeah. You can enjoy the trip. And then everything, like when you live your life that way where I can just knock it out whenever I feel like it, almost everything becomes a priority in a sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's like, well, I want to do this now. And I, it's just a quick hop, skip and a jump that way. And all yep. of a sudden now you're late for this other thing. And now you're late for this other thing. Now you're just scrambling because everything's a priority and everything's an emergency. Everything's urgent. Yep. And when I'm out there on the trail, uh, even when you're out there on the trail, like this last trip I did, you know, it was just a three mile hike into the campsite, which, you know, among backpackers, that ain't a whole lot, you know, like 15, 20 miles, whatever. You know, it's a small park. But I remember from my previous trip a year ago that I overestimated my ability, underestimated the terrain. And uh, instead of going three miles an hour, that terrain actually takes you down to about one mile an hour. (laughs) And I was like, okay, my fitness level is not as good this year as it was last year. So I'm probably going to be moving slower. So I got to be smart about this. Uh, I want to get to this campsite, and that's exactly where I want to camp. That means it's three miles away. I need three hours to get there. Uh, but I also haven't eaten lunch. <laughs> so I got to plan a stop somewhere for about 30 minutes to, to do that. And uh, I need to rehydrate. So I, I got these two liters of water, but I'm probably going to drink two liters by, by the second hour. 
Mm-hmm. So where along this route am I going to refill? And I got to stop for that. Yep. So like when you're out of water, you got you got to stop for the next source. <laughs> or when there's no running, yeah. stripes. There's no uh, Walmart. You yeah. know, you got to make your own water and you know clean your own water. So you have to have already packed that. And, yes, and, and researched it, and know how to use it, and and have the know. confidence in it. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. And 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 I know somebody's listening, thinking, well, yeah, but. You know, that's for like pros or people who have all the time in the world to figure all that kind of stuff out. And as we were saying, you've enjoyed the process. You, yeah. you didn't start good at this. You didn't research it for 10 years and then do it. You research, do research, do research, do. And then you come back and say, okay, I made this mistake, this mistake, this mistake. Next time I'm going to get this smaller or this bigger or more yeah. of this or less of this. I know one of the times we went and I had enough food for probably about three days and we were literally gone too. And all I kept thinking was, I'm carrying around an extra pound of food that I don't have to carry, especially on these really (laughs) long hikes. And that's what you do when you come back. You're like, I didn't need all of that. But we tend to, I know the new year's a good time to do that or the end of the year, people start kind of reevaluating their years. But put it in smaller chunks. Look at your day or your week and say, okay, this week, what did I do wrong? Yeah. Well, I skipped breakfast, so ended up going through McDonald's and eating something that wasn't good for me. Or I spent a bunch of money on Monday night and then come Friday night, I really couldn't do what I wanted to do because of that. Or a bill was coming due or whatever it is. Start looking at your life in chunks of, of smaller chunks mm-hmm. a week or days and say, okay, this, this three-day hike, what did I do wrong? And a lot of us are or I know, well, I say a lot of us men, especially anyway, would be like, well, I didn't do anything wrong. I, that was a <laughs> perfect hike. But real hikers, and I know you do a great job with this with your trip reports. It's yeah. like, okay, what did I do wrong? I should not have worn these shoes or I should not have taken that shirt. I should have gotten a different shirt. I should not have watched Bird Box yeah, the night before going. Don't watch scary movies <laughs> or anything, you know, related to the outdoors before you go. You know, these are all things that you can do on a weekly basis at work. What did I do? I got in an argument with my boss or my one of my employees or I I woke up late or left early or whatever it was. I didn't plan well. And that process is what's important. Too many people look at it like, well, once I get there, then I'll know what I'm doing. It's like, no, it's the process that you have to go through. That get you there. We were talking about this the other night. The The bad news about being a parent is you're good at it when you're done. <laughs> so you've got to look at your life now and get a little better at yeah. it as you go. Because literally by the time you're done, you're like, hey, I'm pretty good at this. But yeah. it won't matter as much because you're already done with it. And, and this reminds me of a conversation we've had with a father and son, uh, Lee Cockrell and Dan Cockrell, right. both of them talking about skills. Cause that's kind of what we're talking about here is, you know, how am I able to go out into the woods ultralight? You know, and I go through this process of getting rid of things I really don't need, but how do I determine what I don't need? How do I determine what I do need? And that's, that comes from skill and that right. evaluation after each trip, that after action review, the trip reports that I do on YouTube. Uh, so shameless plug there. Hey, go to YouTube. It's some good, good information. <laughs> Look at Jerry Dugan. That, uh, that's real. Yeah. You see like instructional design videos in the early days. And then all of a sudden I just flip a switch and they're all camping videos now. Yeah. He doesn't uh, do a lot of editing to make it look good. No, it just is what it is. Exactly. Yeah. It's just the raw footage stitched together in a way that. Almost looks like a, a well done video. But, um, and <laughs> but even case. that process, you've gotten better at it oh, yeah. each time because, like podcasting or anything else, you got to do it a few yes. times to learn. Oh man, that was terrible. I should never do that. Let me do this. Yeah, and then you get a little bit further and you improve. Yeah, and the, the skills, whether it's backpacking, which in case 
in your case may not be the case. Yeah, for you maybe it's public in that speaking. Case, in your case may not yeah, be the case. Just just go with it. Just go with it. We're selling t shirts <laughs> with that on it now. <laughs> that is awesome. Let's uh we'll play this back and we'll we'll get uh, Jamie to work on that for us. <laughs> we should probably open a store. <laughs> uh so what I was talking about is uh, for you maybe it's you want to get better at public speaking. Well, mm. You got to research it. What are the skills needed? What makes effective, impactful public speaking? And then practice, you know, whether it's practicing in a room by yourself or getting yourself in front of audiences to share that craft. Yeah. And then come back and reflect what went well, what did, what could have gone better? What are the opportunities I have to improve? And then go get, go do more research and then go get more practice right. and then do more reflection. And, and that's what I've been doing with backpacking for the last year and a half to almost two years now. As July comes up, um, you know, that'll be two years of backpacking and, yep. you know, looking back on that first trip on the beach where I took my son mm-hmm. and how he was trying to tap out at one in the morning. Like he <laughs> called my wife and said, mom, come get me. And she just, cause she didn't want to get up and go get him because yeah. we were like 30 miles away. Yeah. She's like, sorry, son, you're going to have to tough this one out. You're, you're a young man now. <laughs> Click. <laughs> Don't call here again. <laughs> I was like, that was the best parenting ever right there. Exactly. Uh, but I mean, there was a lot of things that went wrong. Um, you know, we picked the worst site. We had a tent in the summer of in Texas <laughs> and it was just a bunch of, so anyway, you fast forward two years, almost two years and I've learned so much. And when I go out there, it's, some of the most comfortable nights of sleep I've ever had. Uh, I've slept in uh, freezing weather, below freezing weather, and, yep. and I've survived twice <laughs> so far. Um, and you made and, mistakes this time. Oh, yeah. That you will learn from, and, and you'll look two years from now and go, I can't believe I did that. That was the yeah. worst equipment, or that was the worst thing. And and people get caught up on being experts, and you're caught up on, on being a student, not yeah. an expert in this field. Oh, yeah. I mean – there was a layer, a jacket I should have brought with me. <laughs> I didn't because I didn't want to strap anything to the outside of my pack. Yeah. And I'm like, no, that pack is designed to strap stuff to the outside. <laughs> and if there's anything you should strap, it would have been that puffy jacket. Mm-hmm. Uh, and instead, I shivered for a little bit during the night uh, when it got down to the, the uh, low 40s. And I know so. one of your goals is to do the Appalachian Trail. Yes. But if you had done that two years ago or attempted it even a year ago, you probably would not be backpacking anymore. Oh, yeah, I would have tapped would have out. said, oh, that's a horrible yeah. experience. But you've kind of set this kind of process in motion of getting good enough mm-hmm. at it to attempt it in maybe a year, two years, four years, whatever it is, oh, yeah. but get the process down. Yeah. And too many people want to be, you know, at the top of the field right off the bat, but you have to go through the, you know, the beach on Padre Island not being a good location in the summer to mm-hmm. – how do I survive in North Carolina when it's really cold? Yes. You know, and, and you learn all of these lessons. Yes. And practice, you know, going back. So, yeah, practice. learning those lessons, learning those skills. But I think a key thing for me also has been practice. You know, right. putting those skills to use. Like, so before this last trip I did, I got my hands on a new wood gas stove. And I'm like, well, I don't want to learn how to do that out there and not right. know how to work it. So I played with that stove maybe three, four times from Christmas to the actual trip. So we're talking about four, maybe five days of my wife freaking out of me walking through the neighborhood, picking up <laughs> sticks and twigs yep. and neighbors looking at me like, why is he cleaning up the brush from my street? And I'm like, yeah, he's it's cool, man. I, I got I got a plan for this stuff. And, but I played with that stove before I went out there. Um, my wife got me a new bug net and I messed with that at home before I messed with it mm-hmm. out in the woods. And, um, and it paid off because when I got out there in the woods, I knew 
how to work the gear. Right. I wasn't confused. I didn't spend like an hour trying to figure out a bug net. Yeah. I did that at home. Um, so and when then it, you realize you need something you didn't bring. Yeah. And <laughs> you know, it's like, uh, yeah, the jacket. Oh, I yeah. knew I left the jacket behind. It was, <laughs> but I mean, in working with the equipment, yes. if you practice at home, then you don't get out there and go, Oh, I needed a little, yes. maybe it's a coin. Maybe it's a, you know, screwdriver or whatever it yeah. is. Yeah, because at some point you got to just go out there and do it, right? And then you learn those lessons. So. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool. I love the the concept of the process, and and that's really what we want people to get yeah. out of this is is don't shoot for the goal, shoot for the process, learn it, be a, be better student of it. Yeah, a good friend of mine, Mac Lake, just uh, did a video this morning. He bought a uh, jump rope. Mm-hmm. Uh, or got a jump rope, I think, for Christmas. But he wanted to learn a different way to do cardio, and so he bought a jump rope, and okay. he's been practicing and practicing. But being honest, it's like he he said in the video, and I may not get these numbers wrong, but they were still pretty bad, whichever ones they were. <laughs> uh, he could only do like one or two in a row, yeah. And now he can do like seventy and a hundred, and you know, and you. But it took time, yeah. And and but that practice was what he wanted. He wanted to learn a new skill, yeah. And that's what we want to challenge you with. Go out and learn a new skill, whatever it is. It's yes. typing to camping to, you know, building, whatever Playing it is. Playing the banjo, whatever it is. Yeah. yeah. Go through the process. Yep. Don't be afraid. Uh, research it, practice it, and then go do it. Then reflect. And then let us know how it was. Yeah. And come on here and tell the, the listeners about what new skill you've picked up and how it's affected your life we'll do something maybe this summer we'll do a podcast on people that have just learned a new skill and you can call in or send us an email and we'll get in touch with you and i some skill that you've learned and we'll talk to you for a couple of minutes about it we won't make you come on do the whole show but we'll just do a show on people who learned a new skill this year and let us know what that is yeah there we go that sounds great if you like everything you heard in this episode, be sure to share us with a friend, a family member, a coworker, or that neighbor across the street. That is the biggest way you can support our show and ensure that we continue to reach out and influence this world. We're so glad you joined us this week, and we hope you join us next week. Uh, until then, check out the show notes at beyondtherut.com slash 165. There you'll find some resources to help you. And let's see, what else? Oh, until next time, go live life beyond the rut. Take care. You know, the best thing I love about Cap Show is that they have one of the best communities ever. As a Cap Showvian myself, I always get invited to masterminds with industry leaders to get the insights and marketing strategies that take my business to the next level. Plus, they love surprising and delighting us. Go to beyondtherut.com slash capshow, that's C-A-P-S-H-O, and start your 14-day free trial with the Capshow team today and join me inside that community.